Hello, Bachelorette Buds is back. <laughs> we have been MIA. Can I just tell you, there's a couple reasons. Um, this is just a hobby, and unfortunately, we don't get paid the big bucks. We don't get paid, period, for this podcast, so we have had to um, prioritize work. Work has been incredibly busy, and um, I've been traveling a lot. I actually have a special co-host with me today, Ashley, because Marcy is so slammed at work as well. Also, on that note, though, like, Zach's season is not great, so we have not been keeping up, and I apologize, but we are here today. Ashley actually works with me, and we work for (laughs) a college. I'll give you a hint. We are the in the top five for our basketball team, we've been ranked number one. We're so excited going into March Madness. So that's a little hint about where we work and <laughs> why we've been so busy over the past few months. Little Easter egg. I bet I bet you can guess what it is. I think I've talked about it before. Anyway, this season, I'm just finding it harder and harder to watch. Last night I was watching and I'm like, I might just call it a day. I might just not finish this episode. <laughs> but Ashley, tell us you haven't watched any anything yet. So what did you think of your first episode going in? <laughs> I had a homework assignment from Kate to watch last night's episode. <laughs> the only the only episode I watched of this season and I did it. I did my homework. And so yeah, I'm coming in fresh and clean from this season, but I still have thoughts. Okay, let's get into the thoughts. I like I don't know if it's the fact that people aren't very compelling. Honestly, the girls all seem really sweet and some of them even seem fairly normal. They all seem to get along. So is it Zach that I'm so uninterested in? Like what what do you think it is, Ashley? That's you know, it's all over Twitter. Nobody's that into it anymore, it feels like. What is the bachelor? and the Bachelorette franchise need to do to freshen things up. It was interesting watching it, like not having any real background or like no no background on this season at all. I knew Zach a little bit from his Bachelorette season that he was on. But honest to God, the whole time, I just felt like I was watching a Bachelor parody, like an (laughs) SNL skit of The Bachelor. Like I felt like he was just trying to play – the bachelor role and was like just over the top, but in a weird way. And I even like the interactions with the girls, just because again, I have no connection to them from having watched like past episodes. I have, I just haven't done that. So I was like, you all are like in this parody. Like it just really stuck out to me more so than like previous seasons that I've watched all the way through. Yeah. I think he, he is taking it seriously, which is where kind of maybe that like parody feel comes in. And I've seen a lot on Twitter again of like, okay, I'm in this role as the bachelor. Like you need to be worthy of me. I call the shots. If you're not into me, well, how dare you? I'm sending you home. Um, like that, that kind of feel. Um, I don't know. I just, again, him and Katie, that date, seemed super boring he's like asking her her favorite color shouldn't we be talking about more deep stuff at this point absolutely yeah I would think so I had the same thought I was just like I'm I'm bored like I I don't know yeah you should be deeper at this point than what they seem to be 
And he, they were trying, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't love it. <laughs> <laughs> so then we see um, Brooklyn. And I kind of saw the writing on the wall. I felt like he was going to take this one-on-one to send her home. As we know, hometowns are coming up already next week. So he's meeting four women's families. I think he was kind of trying to suss out, should I meet Brooklyn's family? Am I that into her? The answer was clearly no, he's not that into her. Um, And I truly felt bad for her. I thought she handled it well. But, you know, I... I don't know. Like, do we see, did we like Brooklyn? How were how you feeling? How are you feeling about all the girls never having seen an episode this season yet, actually? <laughs> My 10 minutes that I got with Brooklyn, um, she seemed fine. <laughs> the one, uh, yeah, I was like, none of them really like necessarily rubbed me the wrong way besides, and please forgive me, I did not take notes on their names and I did not memorize them. The girl that like, couldn't cuss. She kept saying, like, the front, shut the front door. Like, dark hair, ADHD. <laughs> Gabby. <laughs> she annoyed me. It was, no, was, it was um, shiitake, holy shiitake mushrooms. <laughs> yes. yes. I was like, I think we're all, we're all adults here. I think we can, ble- like, bleep things. You're fine, girl. Say shit. <laughs> Amazing. Um, so people like Gabby from what I read because Dang. she's quirky, she's different. Um, do I think her and Zach would make a good couple slash last? Absolutely not. <laughs> this is like a random side note, but when she was describing like her ADHD and I was like, oh, wait, do I have ADHD? <laughs> she's like, I just have so many thoughts and like so many things open in my brain. And I was like, wait a minute, same. <laughs> that was one of my big takeaways. Okay, so the homework assignment led to Ashley diagnosing herself with ADHD. <laughs> no, I thought, like, it's it's great that she kind of says everything that's on her mind. And I there is something that Zach's really attracted to with her. He continues to choose her um, and comment about how much he likes her. So I don't think she'll win. I don't see a world in which she wins. Actually, with these top four... Charity, Gabby, Katie, and Ariel. Ariel? Ariel? Um, Katie has to win. There's no way, like, I don't know. Ariel was kind of a dark horse. Um, I don't think it'll go well with her family, who her dad apparently thinks The Bachelor is like a big, um, like, Game of Thrones episode. <laughs> I was trying to follow that. That was so weird. I was like, wait, what? I enjoyed her um, impressions of her dad, though, and her accent. That was fun. So thank you for that, That was so impressive. I was like, wait, um, talk more like that. (laughs) Yeah, it's – I love that accent. So another thing I want to touch on with Charity, what do we think about her continually crying? You haven't seen the past couple episodes, Ashley, but it's been brought up a couple times of her fear of infidelity and her ex cheated on her and she'll like sob and cry. Like, are you over your ex? What does this mean? What, what, why? Yeah. I, I didn't know that that was like a standard thing. So that's a little concerning. Um, 
But yeah, to me, it just read even from that one episode that she's just not ready to dive into this yet. I mean, I think getting over that in a normal situation that's not being broadcasted to everyone would be hard, let alone doing it like, oh, on the, on, you know, on The Bachelor, no big deal. So yeah, I think maybe she's just not ready, which is fine. Right. I agree. I think she's trying to like force herself to think she's ready, um, as we kind of saw in this episode. And yeah, the the cheating stuff is just clearly cut her deep. But I'm also like, how old are you? Like, what kind of cheating are we talking? Like, were you 19? Were you in college? And he like made out with someone? Like, what are we talking here? Because that's maybe doesn't What's the level What's necessarily warrant. Yeah. What is the level of the infidelity? Um, okay, so then we talked about Brooklyn going home. What what were you your thoughts on Kat? Kat has been a bit controversial the past two episodes. I she irritated me. <laughs> if I'm being totally honest, and I don't even necessarily <laughs> tell us more. Yeah, I don't like just every like everything about her and I don't know when these girls are just like well I'm happy for you but then like crying I'm like well of course you're sad you didn't get the date y'all are here to get the date like everyone wants that I just I don't know yep she rubbed me the wrong way yeah she's rubbing a lot of people the wrong way although when he sent her home people are all like I love you oh my gosh I'm gonna miss you I was like oh because last episode more upset to be leaving the girls like more upset to be leaving the girls than Zach almost like with their like little huddle and I was like doing something else while watching and when she said I love you I was like oh my god she said I love you to him and I was like oh no wait she's just hugging it out with the other girls (laughs) yeah she's more interested in her friendships apparently but yeah last episode there were some confrontations and there was some drama with Kat and Brooklyn and Charity and I don't know apparently people are over it so that was interesting. I think Kat will appear in Paradise. She has that, first of all, she has that like bachelor contestant just look going on, right? Yes, absolutely. I think, um, yeah, I think the men will be interested in her in Paradise. But she's also kind of like cold and cries a lot, which, hey, that might be great for Paradise too. They always throw one of those in. <laughs> Was she, right? Was she older? And by older, I mean you know, like our age, early thirties, or was she like the mid twenties? Like oh, they almost always no. are now. No, definitely not our age. I believe she was twenty six. Okay. So no. Right. <laughs> okay. Okay. No Just one is uh, is uh, our age. I would say that's pretty <laughs> standard nowadays. Um, I did Maybe see a bachelorette spoiler. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I did see a Bachelorette spoiler. Not going to share it because I don't want to spoil it for everyone. But I was really annoyed because I unfollowed Reality Steve and the tweet popped up in my timeline still. Twitter, get your shit together. I don't understand. Rude. You spend too much time on Twitter, okay? That, that, that's what this means. I'm just kidding. I, I really do. I really do. Um, okay, <laughs> so like we said, next week, Monday is Hometown's with Charity, Gabby, Katie, Ariel. And then Tuesday is the Women Tell All, which there hasn't been that much drama. And Zach said this at the beginning of the season. Um, And I'll be curious what the Women Tell All is like if they announce The Bachelorette at it, um, if there's any drama. Because honestly, for a season of The Bachelor, it's been pretty minimal drama. So... 
Stay tuned, everyone. Okay. I was going to say, moving on. I won't be watching, but I will listen to your episode. I will listen to your episode on Women's Hall. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, but what if I assign you homework? <laughs> well, I do my homework. So if, if needed, I'll jump on that. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, moving on, Ashley and I are going to discuss the perfect match because we pretty much were together like episode by episode, like just texting each other about it. We're also going to dive into some of the Bravo drama, which neither of us have ever seen an episode of Vanderpump Rules. And yet here we are caring about the drama. So good job. Good job, Bravo. So invested. And then we'll talk about some other pop culture stuff, podcasts, and um, Kelsey Ballerini, who didn't know I was that into Kelsey Ballerini, and I am confirmed very into Kelsey Ballerini. Okay. The Bravo drama. Ashley, this is the hold the Bravo drama has had on me. I've never seen an episode, like I said. I listened to a 45-minute podcast episode last night about this drama, as if I would understand it. (laughs) Girl, same. I haven't, I haven't dive, dove that deep into a 45 minute podcast, but I was like clicking on like a Buzzfeed article about it, like trying to dissect who these people are and like the web and everything. And I've literally never, (laughs) I don't know these people. My only small connection is that I think both the Toms have been on an episode of Summer House, which I am invested in Summer House, but that's my only connection. So I am right there with you. Oh, I forgot of your Summer House love. Yes. Okay, so is Summer House the only Bravo show that you're, like, deep into? Summer House and now Winter House. They got me hooked on both of those, but yes, that is. Oh, that gosh. Is. <laughs> okay, so I, I tried to watch Summer House via Ashley's advice, and it was, like, 2016, like, the fashion and just the whole, like, I couldn't. It was too old at that point to really, like, get into it. But I have been told to watch more recent seasons. Um, and I know Ashley's, yeah, really, truly into this. <laughs> and it's I'm still going, fan. right? Yes, it's still going. New episodes are on right now. Like, I went on and I saw and I was like, yes, Dustin, get on the couch. We're watching this. We're both very invested. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so back to the Vanderpump Rules drama. So, Apparently, this couple was together for 10 years, Tom Sandoval and Ariana Maddox, and their friend in this friend group was apparently having an affair with Tom for like seven months, and she was also previously engaged. I remember hearing about her engagement breaking off again, even though I never seen an episode, not really a Bravo person, but the way that this drama has like shook the world... (laughs) Like, it makes me want to be invested in this this show and this drama. So, I don't know. Maybe I should start it. But apparently, same as Summer House, like, these, these uh, episodes are still, are, like, coming out now. And cameras were there when Ariana figured out that Tom was cheating on her with her friend, Raquel. So, it's going to be good. So, but like, I don't expect you to know this, but like, when will that air? Because this is going to be, is this going to be like old news and all that at that point? Like when that comes out, like the whole love is blind drama, you know? I think so. 
I kind of think so. I also, I do think the reunion will be crazy because they haven't filmed the reunion yet. So that'll be brought up there with Andy Cohen. Um, so I guess stay tuned for that because that'll probably be explosive. Have you ever, do you remember like anything else in reality TV being this big of a deal in the past like five years? That's a great point, actually. I I don't think so. Like it, I mean, and granted, I'm like very into like the pop culture stuff. So maybe it's just being like fed to me in that way. Like those are the kinds of things I interact with. But I've just seen it everywhere, like all over all of my feeds. It's crazy. It really is everywhere. And there's all these memes and, you know, like asking VDR and I'm like, VDR, oh, Vander pump no wait what is it vpr vanderpump oh yeah okay (laughs) i keep seeing that i'm like oh okay got it we got it um and everyone posting like on instagram stories all the the memes and rumor mill stuff on instagram and twitter so although we aren't huge bravo people um kudos for bravo to sucking us in i guess is the moral of the story Absolutely. (laughs) Okay, Perfect Match. Perfect Match is on Netflix. Uh, All the episodes are out now. I'm going to warn you if you haven't finished it, we're going to talk spoilers. So fast forward. Um, And yeah, we'll just jump right into it. So the Perfect Match is people from Netflix shows, which essentially... It's like Bachelor in Paradise. So they're taking characters from Netflix shows and putting them all together and seeing like who will connect, hook up, date. So it's like Love is Blind, um, Too Hot to Handle. What am I missing? Oh, uh, 20 somethings. Oh, yeah. Oh, 20 somethings. That show, like about 20 somethings in Austin, which I did not catch. What was the, what was Carousel's show? The shoot, it was the beast one where they just like dressed up as like animals to find love. Dustin wouldn't let which, me watch that one. He said it was too I far. Ne- so. <laughs> I'd never even heard of it. And then I saw a clip of it and was just dying that Ashley would ever attempt to turn that on. <laughs> I got like um, 10 okay, minutes so- in and, and then no more. Yeah, it looked, it looked pretty crazy. Um, okay, so they all have this gorgeous mansion and they pair up and it's some it's good it was good it was like good content I felt like the season dragged on way too long I think it was like 11 episodes but I binged this I just went to a bachelorette party in Cancun total blast oh my goodness um and I binged it on the flights great like show to watch on a plane or like just binge if you don't have anything going on on a weekend. So essentially they come in, they partner up, and then the people who don't have a couple at the end of the night have to leave because there's only X number of bedrooms. So kind of interesting that like immediately you have to spend the night with the person that you could have just met that day. What did you think about that aspect? It's kind of controversial. 
Yeah, and I actually, I don't listen to Vial files, but I saw a clip on Instagram where Francesca was like, basically, I think she said she was like lied to that they didn't tell her that that was yeah. a big component of it, like that you're going to be, you know, spending the night with different people like every single night, which, yeah, I would agree probably that that could be a little controversial, especially if the people didn't know about it ahead of time. I mean, they're all adults, obviously, like they, one could sleep on the bed, one could sleep wherever. It's not like they have to be like together, you know, overnight or anything like that. But that, that was very interesting. I agree. I think, I mean, I would feel uncomfortable. Obviously, if you keep coupling up with the same person, it works. Um, but definitely like right off the bat, or there was some strategy kind of like we see in paradise where people were just kind of doing like the friend, um, coupling and hoping that they would be sent out on a date with someone new the next day or next over the next few days. Um, what's interesting about this show though, is that it was filmed. I heard that it was filmed over a year ago, like maybe even longer. So we're seeing people like Shane from Love is Blind, Bartise from Love is Blind, which, you know, especially the Dallas season is not that far removed. We just saw Bartise in the kind of like after the altar episodes um, that recently came out too. So especially with, uh, well, it's also because I was so invested in Love is Blind. So I was more interested in those um, characters, but it's kind of wild because Shane referenced, he didn't name her, but referenced Natalie so much. Didn't it feel like he was really, I mean, he wasn't over her. It was so clear. Absolutely. And so now you have me thinking, like with that timeline, had they all seen maybe Shane's, but like particularly Barty, like had they seen his episodes of Love is Blind, like when they were filming that? No, I don't think it. I heard that nobody knew who Bartise was and they hadn't seen his season and stuff because people are interested in Bartise on the show and everyone's kind of like, what, why? <laughs> but they that hadn't seen his, his season and yeah. Yep. So, I mean, and think about that. Like he said no to Nancy at the altar, maybe like three months or four months, very minimal time after this was filmed. Shane referenced that it was eight months after he was quote unquote dumped at the altar by Natalie. Um, so we see Shane get with a lot of different women and try to like pair up and make it work. And he kind of spirals a lot. What do you, what are your thoughts on Shane? For some reason, I continue to like him. I don't know why. So, oh, Shane, I, I think I texted you at one point, Kate, and I was like, he's such a mouth breather. <laughs> like, that's so mean, but like, he, <laughs> it, it, I, that's the only thing I can, I can notice about him. But I mean, I do think he does have like some endearing qualities to him and he's fun like I actually really liked him and Chloe as a match I thought they worked really really well together I also think he was very drunk for a lot of this filming like there was the one <laughs> night he like him and Chloe like he almost left like they were just blowing up I'm like you were just wasted and it's so obvious like just talk about this tomorrow like he was just completely derailing himself Yes, he there was a lot of spiraling. Um yeah, the other important kind of aspect of the show that and we'll talk about the ending in a minute, but there's all these um people from other countries 
coming in, like uh, from Too Hot to Handle, a lot of British people, right? Like Australian people. And then um, a really, Inez is from The Circle, France. Is that right? Yes, actually. Yeah, which I'd forgotten about, but you're right. Yeah, so The Circle, the Circle was another show that was prominently featured. Um, the Mole was another one. Never watched it, but a couple people came in through that. Um, but so Shane is trying to pair up with someone who they don't even live in the same country. And, you know, there were definitely some communication barriers. I mean, they both spoke English and everything, but like just communication style and like where the other was coming from. Also, Chloe was only 23 or something. I mean, it, yeah, there were some, some root issues there. Who would you say was your favorite couple? Oh, my favorite couple. My favorite individual person is Georgia because I just love her so much. Oh, I texted Ashley. I was like, but but why can't we look like Georgia? <laughs> <laughs> why can't we sound like Georgia? Like, I have a lot of questions. Yeah. Yep. And Georgia was what? Too hot to handle? Yes. That's okay. correct. Okay. So Georgia matches up with a guy named Dom, who Dom was with Francesca. And we must get to Francesca because she arguably is the most famous person on The Perfect Match. Um, she is from season one of Too Hot to Handle. I never watched Too Hot to Handle. I'm pretty sure Marcy enjoyed it. Um, but Francesca I has developed it, into quite... Okay, okay, good. You'll give us some more insight. So she's turned into quite a reality TV star, like millions of followers on Instagram. Um, and the spell that Francesca has on the house, like the girls are obsessed with her. The men, every single man continued to seek her out. Even after like, for example, they would get sent home or, you know, kind of sent away because they didn't match with anyone. And then they would be able to come back to kind of like stir things up and they would go after Francesca. What what do you think it is about her and this spell, Ashley? <laughs> You're shaking your head. <laughs> I it was ridiculous. It was so predictable. And like she knew it. She knew that they were all gonna go after her. Yep. She knows she's hot. And like, yes, like obviously, like her body's ridiculous. She has long hair. She's like all of that. She's has a very like that Kardashian-esque vibe to me, like the dark features, like just all of that. So, I mean, I get yeah. why people I were drawn to it, I guess. But I was just like, this is ridiculous. Like, I was just getting bored <laughs> of it, like, one after the other. Yes. Um. So, Damien from Love is Blind, if you'll remember, in the season one after the Altar series, Francesca comes into that. That's how I knew Francesca. Um. And, you know, Damien's apparently still dating Gianna. Is that the right G Giovanna? Gianna? G Nini? I have absolutely no idea. He yeah. never knew when they were dating, so why do we need to know? It's fine. <laughs> so she comes in and like apparently her and Damien are just friends. And then like her and G have an altercation at this party. Um, so Francesca's matched with Dom and then finds out that Damien is in the 
is on the show and she could go on a date with him and she chooses to. So you see Francesca and Damien have this whole back and forth. And then at the end, he is obsessed with her and she seems to be obsessed with him. And then something happens. I believe the, (laughs) either she referenced on a podcast or on the actual show that something happened where he gave her the ick. And that's my new favorite thing (laughs) I've decided. The ick. (laughs) So we don't know what it was. He's well, it he's so like I said, obsessed with her that I think it was like too much for her. But so he finally they kind of go back and forth, and then he asks her to be his girlfriend, and she <laughs> proceeds to say no and like leaves the show. <laughs> Says my perfect match is not here. So after all of that, uh Francesca is done with the show. What's interesting is that all of the people come back at the end with the quote-unquote like final couples and they kind of like stir the pot talk about their opinions of these couples like will they last so I think that could be a fun twist for paradise like you have these final couples although ABC is way too like nice and friendly about it like this was meant to like basically have people be like they'll never last Uh, so what did you think about that aspect of it at the end Yeah, by that point, like you said, it was just dragging on so much that I was probably the least interested in that very last episode because I was like, let's just end this. And like, of course, I think it was Chase. I forget who he nitpicked. He's like, they're never going to last. I'm like, yeah, that's because you like, you know, you wanted to get with that person or whatever. Like, of course, there's going to be people like, you know, nitpicking or like really, really supportive of like their best friend or whatever. So I don't know. I was a little bit bored with it. But it was a nice opportunity to, like, bring everyone back, I guess, and still, like, involve them in it. Yes, I agree. I liked – yeah, you'll see throughout the show if you watch it, like, people coming in and out of the house. There's a pool of contestants, and those people come in and out, essentially. So the ending, I have to complain about, though, because (laughs) I felt like 10 hours of my life was completely wasted – So this one couple that has been together the entire journey, essentially, Carousel and Joey, end up getting engaged. Then everyone in the house that was ever in the house comes back, like we talked about, and then votes for the perfect match. Now, wouldn't it be a no-brainer that the couple who got engaged would be the perfect match? To me, yes, of course. Uh, Turns out, nope. This other couple, Dom and Georgia, are the perfect match, which I was like, at that point, I was like, I am freaking done. What What were your thoughts when you saw that, Ashley? I know you and I were texting about it, Kate, because I completely agree with you. Like, there was a couple, and like, they had dated, I think, off and on for years before they like came on the show and then seemed to, well, at least we thought, find each other and vibe really well and get engaged, like, on the show, which was cool. But... Like, playing devil's advocate, it was too obvious for them to win. So on one hand, I was like, oh, okay. I okay. feel okay that, like, someone someone else did. I don't know. But I totally feel you on, like, they're literally engaged. There's a ring on her finger. Like, how are they not the perfect match? <laughs> totally. Okay. And then in the end, I'm thinking, like, because the way that this was played was a lot more strategic than Bachelor in Paradise, for example. It was more of, like, a kind of like survivor and like you had to you wanted to win these challenges and you wanted the power to bring in other 
people into the house and to like make good matches per se. So there was that whole other aspect. So I'm like, oh, they're going to win money. Well, in the end, the perfect match, Georgia and Dom won a trip anywhere in the world for a week that they, wherever they wanted to go. That was, that was their, their win for being the perfect match. And then Carousel and Joey just leave the show engaged. So fast forward, (laughs) we find out that Dom and Georgia never took the trip. Joey and Carousel have broken up. They're no longer engaged. And every single couple, (laughs) none of them are together anymore. So again, with wasting 10 hours of my life, like what do we think happened? In absolute absolute waste. I mean, I've wasted a lot of my time watching stupid (laughs) television. So whatever at this point, it is what it is. But that seemed like an extra special waste of time. But at the same time, I'm like, I guess it makes sense. Like you're in this gorgeous house in this gorgeous location with these gorgeous people. Like, of course, you all are going to like pair up and match up. And then it's probably not going to work out when you go your separate ways. So it's like, I really can't be that surprised by it, but that doesn't mean I'm not disappointed, you know? Yeah. And again, with the, you know, people living in different countries, plane rides away, um, I guess we should have seen the writing on the wall that none of that would last, but it was a good show. If you're, if you loved Love is Blind, Too Hot to Handle, all of that, like definitely give it give it a try, but just know it was recorded. It was filmed so long ago. I wonder if that kind of like (laughs) messed with, you know, the, the optics of the couples and everything like that too. I like, I would watch a season two. If, and when a season two comes out, don't worry, I will be watching. And Chloe was another one of my favorites. I love her. I love everything about her. I think she's freaking hilarious. Yes. Like I like her vibe. Um, and she, I've seen on her Instagram has been like, and I haven't checked it in a few days, so maybe she's already posted, but she was like teasing like who she's dating now. And she was like, turn on uh, push notifications for my, for my profile and stuff, like really teasing it hard. So I was like, Hmm, I wonder if she's dating someone in the Netflix realm or if she went outside of it. She is doing what the kids call soft launches. She's not. She's not completed the hard launch of the boyfriend yet. Um, so I, I have not seen, I have not seen either if she has done the official hard launch. But I feel like if you're teasing it that much, it's someone that most of her followers will like know and is indeed in the Netflix realm. But I had we'll see exact. I had the exact same thought. I'm checking real time here if uh, she okay. has posted, right. and I'm not, I'm not seeing an in feed post. So I guess it's still in that soft launch phase. Also, what does this mean for Shane? Like, you know, Shane and Chloe, by the way, left the show together, probably broke up within a couple weeks of it, I guess. Um, but poor Absolutely. Shane, he's had a lot of, <laughs> a lot of stuff. And, um, I think he should lay off probably the reality TV, um, dates for now and maybe try a regular girl in Chicago. (laughs) I think that would be great for him. There you, you heard it here first, Shane. Don't, don't (laughs) add us. Uh, Okay. That was our summary of the perfect match. Moving on to some other pop culture stuff. Since this is a podcast, I 
want to talk about another podcast, Call Her Daddy. I've listened to one episode before. It was <laughs> incredibly interesting. <laughs> and yeah, that's all I'll say. But now this host, Alex Cooper, is having on all these celebrities. And Kelsey Ballerini is one of them. She had on John Mayer. I'm like, that's a pretty good uh, guest get for sure, if you ask me. But so if you follow country music or, I mean, Kelsey Ballerini is kind of like pop too, but she uh, got divorced from her husband, who's an Australian country singer. What's his name? Morgan? Morgan no, not Evans. Morgan Wallen. That Morgan Evans. Oh my gosh. It is the same first name though. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So they got divorced. She released this kind of like mini album called Rolling Up the Welcome Mat. Ashley, let me know about it. It is, you know, like the Spotify top when that comes out, whenever it comes out, October or whatever. It, mine is just going to be Kelsey Ballerini. Like I have listened to this album on freaking repeat. I've watched, there's all these little YouTube videos that accompany it. And it's a whole album, mini album about getting divorced. And so she came on call her daddy and kind of like spilled some tea her ex-husband has like a song there's like kind of this I would say a mini battle going on Ashley you're very into the country universe what do you what do you think about it I don't like I don't like the back and forth to be honest so it's it yeah the back and forth is getting a little much for me personally at first I was like you do you girl like you release those songs they're freaking amazing. I've watched the little short film videos that go with it like so many times. Like I'm, I just love it so much. I'm so invested. It's a little pathetic, but it's fine. And then <laughs> she was on Saturday Night Live just this past Saturday and loved it, killed it, did Blindsided and Penthouse, which I feel like is both of our favorites. So I was really happy to see yes. that. Um, but she added the little thing at the end of blindsided I think and yeah talked about like reference that quote of his song like you said you you know you would have traveled the world over yeah sure okay and I was like oh this is just continuing the back and forth and feels a little like dirty laundry messy so yes oof um also she made shirts like she made merchandise that say yeah okay sure <laughs> like, yeah sure okay damn. yes I saw that um it's definitely gonna be messy he is also he's also releasing some like mini series is it on the country music channel or something and like definitely has details of the divorce in it yes I saw that I saw he was quoted saying like well we were doing it anyway but it was impossible not to talk about like you know what I was going through or whatever which is clearly the divorce so I think that's gonna be really Yes, I think that's going to be really interesting because, yeah, at this point, I just think it's like them trying to like go like bark back and forth at each other. So, yeah, messy, but I'm here for it. I will be watching. (laughs) I really love her music, like her stuff with the Chainsmokers and um, like she did a song with Fletcher that's really good. But Yeah, my only thing is, I was telling Ashley this, with the Call Her Daddy podcast, Kelsey's talking about, oh, like, I mean, do you want to, like, rock the boat and have your mother-in-law mad at you, or do you want to, like, 
leave an unhappy relationship. And I'm kind of like, okay, it's really easy, I feel like, for celebrities to get divorced and just like walk out on marriage. Whereas for all of us normal people out there, like, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I was not part of their marriage, so I can't speak to that. But she kind of, to me, what's annoyed me about it is that she's kind of like very nonchalant about like, I just, whatever, like I filed for divorce, like it wasn't working out. So, and they were in therapy, she says, and all this stuff. So maybe it just, obviously it didn't work out, but like the whole celebrity attitude towards just kind of like leaving a marriage just continues to like bother me, I guess. Yeah, she does. She does seem like I feel like fairly nonchalant about it. That being said, some of the things she got into like on the podcast, like I don't think I want kids and like he was like, I want kids now because like there's a a decent age gap in between them. So I think he was like, I want kids yesterday. And she was like, no, thank you. I mean, like to me, that's like a fundamental difference. Like I don't know that if either of them are willing to budge and not that you should have to budge on that, like that you can really get past that. So it almost sounded like maybe they never – should have gotten married in the first place. Who am I to say that? I don't know them. But that, yeah, I got that sense. Yeah, for sure. Overall, fascinating stuff. Great interview. I got to start listening to a couple more Call Her Daddies. Ashley was like, do you think um, Alex Cooper is a good host? I'm like, well, yeah, but like anyone would be a good host if you're just like talking about relationships and sex and fun cool celebrity stuff like sign me up (laughs) right (laughs) yeah I needed your expert opinion on her as a host for sure but you're right like they're just cozy in the couches at her house like talking like with your girlfriend so that's a pretty sweet gig yes I totally agree anything else going on in the pop culture world that you'd like to touch on we really covered some good yeah, go ahead. I'm not over that yet because we forgot to mention that she is dating now Chase Stokes, which I know you're not an Outer Banks fan, Kate. I am. I love it. <laughs> OBX for life. Um, so OBX. she's dating OBX. Oh my. Yes. Okay. That's a whole other piece of the puzzle that I apologize. I forgot to mention. But yes. Um, so she talks about how it seems like she moved on really quickly, but really she was like mourning her marriage while she was still married. Another thing that I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> it just seems like, yeah, is that okay. Um, all right. But yeah, just like the, the power and influence that celebrities have and like, yeah, there's another big mansion waiting for me when I sell this house. Like normal people can't just get divorced and start, dating another hot TV star um, that fast. But, you know, it's your life, girl. (laughs) I was thinking about that. I was like, it must be – this is awful. But I'm like, it must be easier when you're a celebrity just, like, cut it off because you – I mean, she literally just, like, slid in to Chase Stokes' DMs, like, hi, Chase Stokes, and then, like, boom. I'm like, it just – Breaking up has to be different when you're a celebrity and gorgeous and millions of dollars and you just know that there's like all these (laughs) hot people that you can just message and be on a date with like the next day. It must be nice. So, so true. So true. 
then you wonder if like that's how people in Bachelor Nation feel and stuff. And love is blind, like the Netflix realm. Like, okay, well, if we break up, I'm gonna go DM another person from this reality show that I think is hot. Like, <laughs> yeah, like once you're in that network, like when we were me and Dustin were watching The Perfect Match, and he was like, "Wait, all these people like know each other?" And I was like, "Yes, like it's like the Bachelor world. Like you're in it." And then you just go to, I think, all these events together or whatever. And you're just like in this little bubble and you all just co-mingle and stuff. (laughs) Absolutely. For sure. Okay. Well, Ashley, thanks for doing your homework and joining me on Bachelorette Buds. Um, Marcy and I are going to try to record at some point the conclusion of Zach's season, maybe hometowns, whatever we can manage. And then we're looking forward to... A season of The Bachelorette because this this uh, hasn't been the most exciting season, right? So make sure to follow us on Instagram at Bachelorette Buds and let us know if you're into any of this additional drama. Bravo stuff, perfect mash. Did you like it? Did you hate it? And are you into this Kelsey Ballerini stuff? Really random pop culture touch with Kelsey Ballerini at the end, but I'm here for it. So thank you, Ashley. And We'll talk to everyone soon.